Stepmoms, that's you and me. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening VIPs. I don't know where you're listening from, but I'm hoping and praying that it is from somewhere amazing. So today I want to talk to you about cosmic intervention and distractions. And no, this isn't going to be one of those far out conspiracy theorist episodes, but I want you to think on another level. Now walk with me here, ladies. And if it sounds kind of far out, I just want you to still sit here and walk with me. Sit down. Take a pause if you need to. Grab your pen and pad. So I have this amazing client. I have, gosh, all of my clients are inspiring people. Men, women, older adults, young adults, young people sometimes. But I was literally having a conversation with a new client of mine. And I have the type of job where I get to be inspired by people that pay me to inspire them. So I'm literally always in a place of learning and growth and transformation. And so I was speaking to this beautiful soul just yesterday and she was explaining this um, spiritual experience that she was having in my coaching style. You know, we're not, we're not focused on one particular religion or spiritual practice. I'm a person that just happens to believe in all paths to God, but I respect the fact that people call God, him, her, or they, or um, by completely different names than how I was raised to call God, okay? So, you know, kind of got that disclaimer out of the way. Basically, um, I I believe love is, love is the end all be all. That's the reason why we're here. And if you don't believe that, then my type of coaching probably ain't gonna be a good fit for you. And so I was having this conversation and she was just explaining that she feels that her energy is disrupted by a high conflict bio mom and some of the things that the, that her stepkids do and sometimes um, some of the issues that are brought about from her partner. You know, I always say um, now there, there used to be three, but now there's four. The old three main causes of stepmom angst is a high conflict biological mother, stepkids that are caught in loyalty binds and a partner that refuses to set boundaries and you know of course I've here recently added the fourth one which is us our own minds and so this beautiful soul was sharing with me that she sometimes feel distracted and I had it's like a cosmic boom just went off in my mind I started seeing the stars and planets no I was not having that special tea guys and no I did not have any more edibles I'm being serious today you all remember the stories that I made on Instagram and we all had a good laugh off that no, I was just re- literally, in, it was daytime. I was working. I was in my regular faculties. And I was, I was like, wait a minute. I think I get it now. What if we, you, me, her, we all have these grand purposes? Because I truly believe we're each put here to fulfill a mission, right? We're put here on this planet Earth. We can all agree that we're on Earth. Even if we, some of us say it's flat and some of us say it's round. We were put here to fulfill a particular mission, to be a a piece of a puzzle, maybe in our families or in our workplaces or someone's life. You know, we all serve a purpose. And I said, wait a minute, what if by focusing on by the universe, what if you call him, her or they, is trying to throw us a curveball? Because let's just face it, where there's good, there's got to be not good. 
where there's light, there has to be darkness. Where there's yin, there has to be yang. You know, everything has to have two parts to balance it out because if it tips the scales too far on one side, then it's going to be catastrophic. And so what if we're being thrown these types of personalities? Because let's just face it, we don't deserve it. I know I didn't deserve having to live alongside a high conflict biological mother that kept me from forming positive connections with the children or made it a little bit more difficult for me to even just communicate with them or cause problems in my marriage and um, up to the anxiety level. I know that I didn't think that I deserved that. Right. I, I thought I was I'm like, I'm a good person. I ain't hurt anybody. I, you know, I donate money. I vote. I try to be on time to places I don't take advantage you know just you know just I think I'm kind of an okay person you know I'm not out here trying to disrupt other people's lives so in my own mind I felt for a very long time I don't deserve this I remember even asking God one day what did I do to deserve this like was I like did I did I kill a superhero in my past life you know did I stomp out infants or something like what what have I done to be smited in such a way and so um I realized what if it was nothing what if there is something that I'm in the, on the precipice of what if something there you are on the edge of greatness you are just about to be the one to break that generational curse in your family your marriage your relationship is about to go to a place that's going to inspire the masses what if you are supposed to be the person that brings into the world that births into the world beautiful children, beautiful ideas, a cure to a ravaging disease, a brand new way of thinking. But you are so distracted in this very moment by that high conflict bio mom or these stepkids that refuse to accept you or even more dangerous, a partner because they're right in your own home, in your own bed that can't set boundaries or that's making your life a little bit more difficult. What if this stuff is thrown in your path to throw you off that path. And so today, what I want us to focus on is getting back on our path, remembering who you were. Can you can you remember, just close your eyes right now, not if you're driving or not if you're on the treadmill though. But if you can, close your eyes and just remember who you were before all of this. Where, where were you? Who were the people that you liked to talk to on a daily basis? What coffee shop did you like to go to? What project were you working on? What were your dreams? When you daydreamed, what did you see? What did you smell? How did the sun feel hitting your face? You know, I, Is it possible or is your life so convoluted with anxiety, depression, and frustration right now that you can't even remember who you are? Because if it is, then honey, you need to call me for a session. All you remember, all you got to do is go to the dashboard, log in, um, click on coaching and book a session because me and you need to really have we need to have a session to where we sit and figure it out. If you literally cannot remember who you were, where you were, how you felt before all of this happened, we got a problem. This means that my theory is true. This means that you've 100 percent been thrown these distractions to take you off course because you were going to do something great. But guess what? You can still do something great. I remember exactly who I was in 2014. 
I remember what I was doing mostly because, you know, I used to make videos and I had a journal and I was very transparent on my blog. So I can go back and read my old blogs um, and look at what my old dreams were. And it, no, no, I'm not going to be real with you guys. I'm going to be straight up. I was thrown off path for about four years because when things started happening in my life, that the distractions started to present themselves, I was wholly and totally focused on muting my distractions. I didn't let them flow. I didn't let them live. I was focused on moving them, moving them out of my way so that I can get back to what, and I'm throwing up air quotes right now, normalcy. Little did I know nothing would ever be normal again because the course and trajectory of my thoughts, my dreams, my life had been interrupted. And so, yes, I suffered a distraction and I allowed the distraction to take over me, my thoughts for a very long time, which is why I started doing this work, because I said, I'll be damned if there's another woman out there that's feeling like this and not meeting her mission because she's been thrown a, a, a monkey wrench because someone has stuck their proverbial foot out. The universe, maybe the cosmos have stuck their foot out and they're trying to trip you up. I said, I'll be good and damned if they're not on my watch. That's not going to happen here. And so the, the one of the ways that you know that you're thrown off path is if you can't really remember who you were and what you wanted. The next way to know is if you just don't know how to get back there. Maybe you can remember, but things in your life are so confused. There's so much red tape now. There's so many rules. You, you wake up angry. You, you're already defeated before you even get out of bed. If you're in that place and you remember where you were back in the day before all of this stuff, but you just have no clue how to get back there then not only am I afraid for you, but this is confirmation that I'm speaking to you right now. If you can look up at your life, you can look in the mirror and say, I don't, I don't really like who I am now. I don't recognize this person or you, you're squinting and you're like, I, I, she looks familiar. They look familiar. This reflection that I'm looking back at, but I don't feel connected anymore. One of the best things you can do is get back to your source. For some of us, our source is music. Music is so nostalgic. You know, it, it takes you back to certain places. There's certain songs that could play. And I could remember when I was 10 years old and my dad was driving me to elementary school. There's some um, church music. I, I love old school gospel music. People tell me I like old lady music, but... Uh, there's some music that I can listen to that would take me into such, I, I can feel such a connection to God. It literally snaps me back there. There's some movies that I can watch. Um, maybe reading a certain book that makes you feel connected to your source. And what is your source? Your source is that inner child. That inner child that, you know, because we all have this inner child. Our inner child is this little person that's inside of us, inside of you and me, they are still in us. However, because of time, experiences, trauma, other people, we've had to grow up. We're taller and we're bigger now, but that inner child is the root of who we are. 
Some of our inner children, children, child, I don't know what the plural is for inner child, but some of our, there are some of us whose inner child, inner child is so disconnected from whom we are now. And that makes us feel this big gap. They sound like this faint voice. We can't quite make out what we're saying. You know, we, we know they're there because we all have an inner child, but we can't really make out what they're saying because we've become so disconnected from our source. Some of our inner child needs healing. There's some of us who we suffered traumas early on and girlfriend or honey, trust me. That's why you probably handle conflict the way you handle it. That's why you absorb all of this nasty stuff that these people give you. You absorb it and in a way that continues to hurt you because your inner child never learned how to resolve conflict and throw it out. Maybe someone taught you to be submissive. Maybe you're not okay with people not liking you. Maybe you just don't want the drama. But guess what? There's someone out there who was raised on drama. There's somebody out there who was raised just to pick fights with people that they perceive as being weaker. And because of the checks and balances, this yin and yang that I'm finding out that happens in our universe, in our world, just so happen this person's probably going to be connected to your energy like a magnet. They are going to be drawn to you because they can draw from you. This doesn't mean that this is your stopping point. This doesn't mean that this person is always just going to take from you and you're always going to have to just be depleted and give to them. No, this means that some inner work is going to have to be done. This means you're going to have to, and this is a thing that I have a lot of my clients do, especially if we're doing inner child work. If I'm trying to figure out why things that, And in my opinion, in my humble opinion, they should be able to take on the chin. They become these life altering events that bring them to their knees. You know, like a phone call from bio mom where she says, oh, you're stupid. I'm taking you back to court. There are literally some of us out here that that would ruin our day. And then it it would become five days and six days. Like it would literally take us off course, ruin our homes. We can't perform at work. The place where I am in in my development, in my own healing now, I could blink and it could literally pass like gas. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, well, cool. Serve me. Now, moving on. Let me go back to changing the world. But at one point, that would have been a stopping point for me. And, you know, I, I could have, and I can tell you guys this, I could have been recording a podcast and gotten a stupid message and had to stop production for the entire day and wouldn't be able to resume. So I wouldn't be able to get you this message. So that means this message wouldn't be able to penetrate your mind and possibly save your marriage or your relationship or make you go hug your kids tighter or make you say, you know what? I'm not going to nacho. I'm going to love those stepkids, even if they have a horrible mother. Like, Do you see the bowling ball effect that could take place if I had not been healed? Because something I'm saying today is going to resonate in your mind and stick with you. But what if I was thrown off course? What if this distraction came or what if I didn't know how to silence the distraction and I could not get you this message that hug that you give your child today because of this podcast could change their entire life. It could heal some trauma. It could cause you guys to have a beautiful moment. Do you, do you guys see how big this could get? Do you see why 
distractions are important, but do you see why it's even more important for us to mute them as soon as they come in? Let me tell you what I do to mute them right now. I'm not saying I don't get dumb messages or distractions right now. While I am talking to you, I am looking out at the sunset. My phone is nowhere near me. There's nothing in my path that could distract me that I am not prepared for. Maybe I'll see a beautiful seagull pass my window. Or if I'm lucky, um, a naked dude, a naked buff dude running on the sand. But, you know, I've made sure that I've cleared the distractions. And that's one thing that I want you to do. I know a lot of you get distracted from, oh, well, you know, she posted this about me, Naja. She says this. She attacks us online. And I was like, well, how do you know? Well, I mean, because, you know, I, I see her page, her friends tell me. Mm. So not only are you succumbing to the distractions, you're going after them. You are asking. It's like you, the universe is not going to conspire to heal you, with you to heal you. Because you literally are the person that is peeling your own scab. You are literally going back and traumatizing and re-traumatizing yourself. Is it salacious to you? Is it juicy? Are you addicted? It could be a little bit of all three. But if you're the person that is aiding somebody to harm you, then you're a part of the issue. That's why I always encourage women. I say, if you know what the other person is saying, if you know what she said, as a matter of fact, um, I did an entire expert workshop by myself about how to quiet and kill those she says, she said, you know, I did an entire, I want you to go and listen to that. If you have a moment, it's literally going to change your day. It's going to change your life and your mode of thinking. And so getting back on topic, if you are bringing these distractions, laying them out on your table and picking at them slowly and ingesting them, the only thing I can advise you to do is to look at why. Because I can't tell you to stop because you're not going to stop because you're addicted right now. But I want you to ask yourself why. And I know some of you have valid excuses. Yes, excuses. You know, well, Naja, you'll say, well, we got court coming up and I just need to make screenshots. Now tell me this. Why do you need to make screenshots? Like unless you are personally being attacked. And I know this, guys. I have a whole team of moderators right now. I have friends before I had moderators. I had sisters before I had friends. If I am being attacked and I know, I know that I can't handle it. Because I'm telling you right now that's listening to this, girlfriend, you can't handle it. You think you can, but you cannot. Because look at you. You can't handle it. It's going to permeate your soul and it's going to come out in some sort of way. And if you're not wearing it on the outside, I guarantee you it's lurking around in the inside. And that stuff is just not healthy for you because it's literal garbage. If someone out there is trying to hurt you. It's garbage. So yes, you have girlfriends, you got sisters that have time. You have people out there that have time. As most importantly, you have a partner who is probably the reason why you and this other person even have the misfortune of knowing one another. So unfortunately or fortunately, this is kind of their mess. And so you do need them to be mindful. You do need them to watch. And if you, if they're not going to do it for whatever reason, then you find another resource to help you. If you are collecting screenshots and this causes you to obsessively watch your bio mom's page or stepkids page or um, any of their family, anything that's happening on that other household side then this is where I'm going to just ask you to solicit some help and have them to keep a database. Call it file 13. 
tell them everything that they collect, keep it over there. And if, and when you do need it, let's just say a court date happens or you need to arm your attorney with evidence, have them to send it over. If you have people in your life that love you and remotely care about you, and this is not the time for you to be ashamed or say, I can handle this on my own because I'm telling you that you can't because you're being distracted right now from your greater mission because of this stuff. I right now, if someone was um, saying bad stuff about my sister, you know, I'm not as emotionally connected to that source. So I can go and pull the records. I could save them for her. Literally take me a few seconds. And I'm quite a busy woman. I'm quite, I, I literally have a lot going on. A lot, and a lot is an understatement, but I don't mind. I'm like, all right, girl. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it and hold it for you. I'll take a screenshot and I'll, I'll send myself an email and I'll, I'll put it in a file. No problem. I don't mind doing that because I know that distractions are very expensive. But for me being connected, you know, if I saw someone was under siege like that, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be happy to do that for them because I know I can take that on. And I know that they would do it for me. And so that's one thing that I'm encouraging you to do is lose the excuses, lose the excuse, lose the excuses to where you have to go and look and harm yourself. This is a form of self-harm. And so we got to ask your child, right? The inner child, write this down. Why do I self-harm? Why do I go looking for things that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt will hurt me? Am I afraid of progress? Because that's what people do when they harm themselves. They're afraid of change. They don't feel they have control anywhere else in their lives. And so they feel like maybe if I do this, this is going to help me regain some sort of control. It's not, by the way, but this is what we tell ourselves because we're self-harming, but going in looking at these salacious materials. Are you addicted to drama, possibly? You know, these are things that I want you to sit with yourself because yes, here at VIP Stepmom, we talk about outside issues, but over these few years, I'm learning every single day more and more. There aren't outside factors that are calling, causing us to be unbalanced, imbalanced. I'm sorry. It's us. It's our own minds. Ladies, I hope that you took something from this episode. I hope you'll go and check out the resource that I mentioned earlier, the She Said Expert Workshop. And most importantly, thank you so much for supporting me as I support you. Stay beautiful, my friends. V-I-V-I-V-I-P, stepmoms, that's you and me.